How is everyone here this morning? Are you blessed? Pastor Henry, thank you so much for the opportunity that I can bring the word in truth this morning. And I really adore it and thank you once again. This morning, I have a very practical word that I want all of us to take note of that will really bless you. And that will strengthen you and that will build you up. And the title of my message this morning is a sport-like mindset. It's a sport-like mindset. Now, you can agree with me that there are three main characters when you observe and when you look at sport. I'm talking about normal sport. Rugby, soccer, boxing, it can be any type of sport. There's three main characters that is involved in sport. First of all, it's the athlete. Secondly, it is the coach. And then thirdly, it is the spectators. Those are the three main characters that is involved in a sport game. The athlete, the coach, and the spectator. Now, I see there's a lot of young people here this morning. That's awesome. And uh, I myself really love sports. Since I was a young boy, my parents wished that I would have focused more on the academic than the sports. <laughs> I focused a lot on sports in school, and I really love sports. But this morning I want to use the illustration of boxing. Normal boxing. You know, Floyd Mayweather and Mike Tyson. We, we all know one or two names. But I want to talk about boxing, for example. You can put in there any type of sport you like. But this morning I want to talk about boxing specifically. Now you can agree with me. I will be the athlete boxing and you will be the athlete boxing. And there will be a coach that has trained you. And there will be spectators that will either boo you or they will either encourage you and cheer you on. You can agree with me. Now, why am I saying that we are this athlete that's participating? Let me start by reading 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 to 27. And the Apostle Paul writes this, and I'm reading out of the New King James. It says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives a prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. So you will agree with me when you enter into a boxing ring or when you enter into any type of sport, you participate because you want to win. And anyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown. This is talking about the world, world now. But we do it for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run this. Not with uncertainty. Thus I fight. 
not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So here Paul makes it clear that we are all busy running a race. We are all competing and we are obtaining a prize. And this prize for us as Christians is an imperishable crown. But when you are a physical boxer, then you fight for a perishable crown, for a title. So you will agree with me that we are the athletes. We partake, we participate in this boxing ring. Now you will agree with me also that you will face an opponent because if there was no opponent, who would you compete with? When you enter into that ring, you are not entering that ring alone. There will be an opponent. And this opponent has the same mindset as you. Also to defeat you. His desire is for you to lose. But you also have the same desire. You are there to obtain a prize. You are there to fight. You are there to partake. Now you will agree with me. In any type of sport you get tired. Why? Because you are busy competing. You get tired. For example, in the boxing ring, you will get hurt. Maybe if you play any type of contact sport, there will be a time you will get hurt. You will get tired. Sometimes you will feel like, I'm not able to finish this. I'm, I'm done. But the clock is still ticking. The match is not over yet. And I myself used to be a boxer for many years. So I know. You enter into that ring, you don't know who you are going to face. You don't know what challenge stands in front of you. And at that moment, nothing else matters. The only thing that matters is for you standing in this ring and walking away as the champion. But one thing that we must realize is that it's not only me and the opponent. Other people also play a role in this boxing match. And that is my coach that I have in my corner. Because after every single break, my coach will say, listen, you are, you must pick up your left hand a little bit more. That's the reason why you get hit on your cheek every single time. Because he will tell you that, listen, you do this, then you get hurt. Or you are too slow. Or you are too stiff. Or you are too afraid. That's what a coach does. Amen. And then sometimes what happens. Is usually when you do sports. Sometimes you hear the spectators. The people sitting in the crowd. You hear them. Go John Ray. And sometimes you hear. Boo. And sometimes you hear nothing. And other times. Let's say, for example, you are fighting against Goliath. Sometimes you will hear, go Goliath. Those are the three main characters. And the reason why this blessed me is because isn't Christianity 
based upon the same foundation. I'm not saying Christianity is a sport. I'm talking about the sequence, the technique. If you look at a boxing match, who are you entering with in a ring? The world and Satan. You are battling as a Christian. You are fighting against Satan and against the world. And in your journey as a Christian, in your fight, there will always be people that will be for you and people that will be against you. That's the spectators. But who's your coach? Your coach is supposed to be the word of God. Our coach is supposed to be the Bible. Jesus is our coach. We have Jesus Christ in our corner. And Jesus Christ knows better. The coach will always know better. Now, if you are in this boxing ring, why are you fighting this opponent if Jesus already overcome this enemy that you are fighting? Because if we look at John 16 verse 33, Jesus said, For be of good cheer, for I have already overcome this world. So, meaning I'm standing within a ring, and this ring represents your life, it represents the world, and you are standing within this ring, but actually you are facing an opponent which your coach has already beaten before. Think about it. You are, you are a Christian running a race, facing an enemy which your coach, Jesus, has already overcome. But why are we in this ring? Think about it for a moment. So we as Christians, as you can see, this sport-like mindset, we as Christians are not looking at the boxing now only as a physical thing, but we're also looking at it as a spiritual thing. So having a sport-like mindset, I'm going to explain now, but we as Christians must have a specific mindset, not have a worldly mindset. Now it's important for any athlete, and I want to focus on the athlete. We are the athlete competing. What is important for that athlete to do before the match? To train. He must exercise. He must identify his weak points. He must practice endurance. He must listen to his coach. He must follow the right diet. He must have discipline. He must have order. He must have a schedule. He must know who he is fighting. There is some preparation that needs to be done before you enter into any type of sport. Let me see who loves soccer. Hmm. 
Okay, thank you for the one or two honest people here this morning. <laughs> Who likes rugby? <laughs> ah, there the hands are raising now. But if I tell you in soccer, please come and play as a mid laner for me or midfielder. And you don't, do not know soccer at all. You will have no clue what you will do on the field. If I like rugby, and you like rugby, but I don't know how to play it, and you say, John, come and join us this Saturday. We're going to play rugby. You can be the prop. I'm going to have no clue what to do. Obviously, you must learn the technique of the game before you participate, before you face any opponent. There's a technique and a strategy that we as Christians are supposed to learn because you're facing an enemy. The Bible is your coach. The Bible is your guideline because God wants us to know the technique because we as Christians are in a fight. We are busy competing. And we need to learn the technique. Otherwise you will get hurt. Otherwise you will lose. You will walk away out of that ring as a loser. Because you did not follow the technique. You do not know the sport. We as Christians must learn the technique. And do it. It will never help you when the coach tells you, John Ray, do this. And then you know it, but you never do it. It's the same with Christianity. There's no purpose for a preacher preaching with everything that he has within him. Follow the obedience towards the word and you know it, but you never do it. You will still lose. Your knowledge will never be enough. My knowledge will never be enough. The proof will be in the pudding. All this preparation that you have done will lie in the pudding. You can talk as much as you like. The proof will be when you enter into the ring with your opponent. You can be a Christian and you can talk and boast as much as you like. But your obedience will determine whether you should win or lose. Your discipline will determine whether you will win or lose. Your endurance. Hallelujah. Now, did you know that we are not always just the athlete? Sometimes we are the spectator as well. Think about it. Yes, you run your own race. You are the one in the ring. You are the one competing. But you observe your friends and your family, so sometimes you are the spectator. What type of spectator are you? Especially when you see another fellow brother in the faith competing. Do you keep quiet even though he's busy losing? Let us read 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11. And I'm reading out of the NIV. It says, Therefore, brethren, encourage one another and build each other up. Just in fact, as you are doing. So you are now not only the athlete, but you are the spectator as well. But we, 
as spectators must encourage one another and build one another up. When last did you see one of your friends and family in the faith struggling? And when last did you build him up? When last did you cheer for someone to win? That is our responsibility as a Christian. To speak into people's lives that are busy fighting in the ring. Every single person here is busy with his own fight. He's busy with his own match. Should he be in the ring with depression? Should he be in the ring with not having a job at the moment? Should he be in the ring where he lost a loved one and now Satan is questioning his faith, saying, where is your God now because you have lost a loved one? Or maybe you are fighting sickness. That is who you are in the ring with. And someone around you will be facing a challenge. Should it be financially? But what are we supposed to do as Christians? To encourage one another and build one another up. Say, hey, I know you're going through a difficult time. But the Lord says that those that wait upon Him, He will renew their strength. Just wait upon the Lord. You can do this. Carry on. Break through. Search for the Word of God. Think like the coach. Think like the techniques. Because if you are a spectator, and you comment and you say, no, you should have done this or that or this or that, maybe that person couldn't do it because it wasn't within the rule book of the sport. So some people will always have opinions. Some people will always talk and always have something to say, but they are not the ones competing. They don't know the rules. You will get an atheist that will question your faith and that will always have something to say, but they don't understand your rule book. So it's easy to have an opinion, but we as Christians have the responsibility to do the right thing. To train ourselves. But I want to remind you, Be of good cheer, because Jesus said, for I have already overcome this world. So meaning, you are in a world, you are in a ring, and you are facing the challenges of the world, and you are facing an enemy that hates you. He wants to devour you. You are facing that enemy. I'm facing that enemy. And you need to partake. You don't have a choice. You are in this ring. But I want to say it once again. Jesus has already overcome this world. 1 John 3 verse 8. Jesus has came so that the works of the devil may be destroyed. So there Jesus clearly has beaten your opponent. He's coaching you now. But you are in the ring. But I'm going to end with this. Why are you in this ring? Why do you need to partake? Because you are alive and you have the flesh. For as long as you will have the flesh, you will have an enemy that will challenge you. Because remember, the enemy will never challenge God. He will challenge you. He knows he never stands a chance when he faces the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So now he's challenging the trainee, the new kid, and that's us. He's challenging the newborn believer, 
me and you. And for as long as we have the flesh, you will make mistakes. And you will have trials and tribulations, as the world says. And then sometimes you will enter into the ring and because you have the flesh, you will get tired. And when you get tired, your hands will slowly go down. And when your hands go down, the enemy will hit you with the left and the right. The key is this. That I want all of us to take with us today. That I don't care if you are facing an easy opponent or if you are facing your Goliath. It doesn't matter who you are in, in the ring with. Your coach knows on how to beat the opponent. Just listen to the coach and do what the coach tells you. But the main thing is what we as Christians must do is we must keep the faith. That is your challenge and my challenge as us as Christians today. We must learn to keep the faith. Doesn't matter how far you lose. Keep the faith. Keep on fighting. Keep on coming back because maybe you will fight the same opponent a hundred times. Your coach will always tell you, listen, this is why I lost. A, B, C, D. And then your coach expects you to change. He expects you to go into the ring doing things differently now. And for as long as you don't do things differently, you will keep on walking away as a loser. Let me give you this great saying. If your life was easy, if it was easy being a Christian, then faith is cheap. Sheila, think about it for a moment. If your journey was easy, faith would be cheap. It would be easy. Faith is not easy. Because that's the number one thing that Satan wants. What you have that he wants to devour. It's the faith within you. And we must keep that flame alive. Hallelujah. We must carry on going back into the ring, fighting again, knowing that this is what I should do. Exercise yourself. Train yourself in the word of God. Be of good cheer. Listen to the coach, meaning listen to the Bible. Do what the Bible tells you. Maybe you will lose, but guess what? Just come back. Tomorrow morning you will wake up again. Maybe this morning you woke up and you do not feel healthy. Keep on praying. Keep on saying by the stripes of Jesus I was healed. Tomorrow morning you will wake up. Guess what? Tomorrow morning you will be healed. Maybe tomorrow morning you wake up and you are not healed yet. What do you do? You train yourself again. For by the stripes of Jesus Christ I was healed. I speak healing over my body. Maybe in two days from now, you still wake up sick. What do you do? You keep on exercising. You keep on practicing the faith. Strengthening the faith. Waking up saying that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. Maybe you are searching for a job or maybe you are fighting depression or maybe there's something in your life that you are fighting. Just keep on keeping on. One day is one day, then you will be the champion, taking your title, 
standing victoriously, knowing that in this area of my life, I have defeated where the enemy has always beaten me. Maybe you are losing with something specifically. Maybe you are losing with addiction. Maybe you are fighting addiction at the moment. Maybe today you will lose. Maybe for the next two, three weeks you will lose. Maybe for the next year you will lose. But the only way for you to win is to look at the word of God and to practice the word of God because the word of God will teach you on how to overcome. Nothing else. And for as long as you do not do the word of God and listen to the coach, you will lose. So let us keep the faith. Amen. Let us be good spectators. Let us encourage one another and build one another up. Someone else is also facing a challenge just the same way you are doing. Someone else is also in a ring just like you are. Build them up. Pray for them. Encourage them. And when you go into the ring, make sure that you go into the ring prepped. That you are always in prayer, always in worship, always putting Jesus as the head of your life, focusing on the word of God, listening to his instructions, following those rules. And then enjoy the victory. Because if you look at the story of Job, you know what I see when I read the book of Job? And I'm ending with this. When I read the book of Job, do you know what I see? I see a mere man with faith that took on the devil head by head. Because if you would look at it and if you study the book of Job, God withdrawed himself from Job. Saying that, Satan said, but Job will not worship you if it was not for this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And, and then God said, okay, I trusted what I've invested in Job, so now I'm, I'm going to allow his faith to be tested. And Job went through that whole battle, but at the end he kept the faith. And because he kept the faith he won, so there I see a mere man with faith took on Satan, and Satan walked away as the loser. Why? Because Job had a trainer. Job had a coach. And he listened to his coach. And we can do exactly the same. Keep the faith. Grow in the faith. Let us listen to the trainer. Let us obey the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for this beautiful morning and this message. I ask that you would just establish this message in our heart, a sport-like mindset, Father. Knowing that we face an opponent. Knowing that there is someone that wants to destroy us. and that, But we are of good cheer because you have already overcome this world, Jesus. And we say thank you for that. Thank you that we can always learn from you. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're always with us and that you guide us in all truth and that you strengthen us. Teach us, Lord, on how to come back stronger every single time and never to stagnate in our way of doing things. And Lord, even though everything around us may seem perishable and even though everything around us may fall, it doesn't mean that we should fall.
And we just stand upon you, Jesus. And I also pray for the people now that's going to bring your offerings and your tithes. Ask that you would also bless those obedient people and the seed that they are sowing into your kingdom. And I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over all of us. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you.